I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Michet. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Awakenings. Great to connect with you. Um, hello, everyone in the chat. I see you. Welcome. Um, I also see people in the queue um, on the phone line and switchboard, so welcome to you. And um, also welcome to everyone that's listening later in the archives. I always like to say that. I really do appreciate all of you because oh, I appreciate those of you that help really connect in and ground the energy um, in the sacred space of empowerment room, also known as the chat room. And then, of course, um, those of you that call in, sites up the show with your questions, And, of course, all of you that listen later on, um, because not everyone can join us live. Um, Also, if you are in the queue, please press 1 on your keypad. That lets me know that you have a question or a comment or you want a reading. And if you're listening by phone or let's say you're, I don't know, listening by Internet or in the chat room and you'd like a reading or just to connect further, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Um, oh, Laura was saying, I was wondering why I couldn't see the chat. It helped. Hi, everyone. Yeah, okay, so I am still um, on the road. And so um, we're actually at my mountain destination. I'm having some amazing tea. Um Crystal balls in the chat. Wow, the dreams. I know. Can we talk? Everyone, dreams galore. I have been having them also. Um, and a lot of them are, are vision. I tend to get also visions. It's a lot of lucid dreaming. I have to bring back my dream workshop. Um, speaking of that, everyone, I do have some great, um, before I forget, before I forget, because, you know, I always do forget. And then people are like, you never talk about your workshops. Um on the show and that's because I get caught up in the moment of what I want to talk about and what I want to share. And so I forget. Yes, it crossed my mind. So, all right. If you're want to connect more to the spirit realm on the 16th, like this Saturday is our Patreon. Some of you in the chat are there. Patreon, our spiritualism and metaphysics salon. We have our meetings. And you know what? Time is arbitrary, too, for me. That Even some of you that have done my workshops, and I don't mind if people have to leave, but sometimes they're an hour-and-a-half workshop, and we're there two hours, two-and-a-half hours. One Patreon group, we were there three hours. It's only supposed to be an hour meeting and connecting. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we just go with the flow and go with um, 
the questions, the comments, the, the channelings, however long it is. So anyway, that's on the 9th. Um, that's this Saturday. Then on the 16th, um, I am offering Understand the Spirit Realm and How to Access for Guidance and Navigating 2021. Really going to do a bit of an overview and pick some highlights of what to um, focus on. That's my whole, like, oh, my gosh, my major inspiration right now. Um, I've been doing it all along. A lot of this information that I've been channeling that's now coming to fruition last few years um, in the huge changes, um, collective changes. But we have to navigate because we're the ones that create the change. It just doesn't happen by a fairy godmother's wand or clicking our heels of our shoes together. It happens by each and every one of us responding differently. So that's going to be on the 16th. Understand the spirit realm and how to access for guidance and navigating 2021. So important connecting to the spirit realm. And, of course, that's through the dream state, through animal medicine, through deep dive meditation, communing with God, the all that is, learning how to live more from your higher self. And then it's back. Everyone asked um, for this to come back. It was my tarot class. So we're going to do a deeper dive on the tarot starting the 23rd of this month, 23rd of January, this month. Mystic Tarot, Uncovering Your Destiny and Understanding Your Relationships. So we're really going to look at the myth aspect coming from the mysticism, the mystical, because that's also a lot of my training, and understanding your destiny. Understand how the tarot, un- it maps out your destiny. If you know how to, you know, you know how to do it. It's mapping out your destiny. But it's also important to start understanding how the tarot works with our, you know, gives us heads up about relationships or how to respond or what certain relationships are about. Um, All right, everyone, let me know how I'm doing in the chat because I am not, I I can't get into the chat. I can can get in the chat, but I can't, um, whatchamacallit, I can't um, type in there for some reason. Thank you, Tammy. Sound is good. Yay, Crystal Bowles Gretna in the chat. I'm there for tarot. Uh, Crystal Bowles Gretna, you're quite on fire with the tarot, by the way. (laughs) I love seeing that. Um, Because everyone, this is, I mean, I know it's challenging. It's trying right now. But, oh, my God, we are creating it. We are doing it. We're allowing more than new emerging consciousness to come through, embodying it creating a new paradigm, which requires that we come more from the higher self, that divination tools become more commonplace. Everything speaks to us, the crystals, our pets, the animal beings, the trees, the flowers. Through the dreams, we get messages of what we're clearing or moving through and also what's coming in for us. And so for me, also tarot, working with ancient archetypes, that are, we're based on, all, all of us are based on an archetype. Our life is an archetype, okay? And we tap into the universal and collective archetypes. It's going to be more and more important to learn how to read that and navigate that because you're not going to be able to trust a lot of the information that's coming from more mainstream or surface sources. 
And and what's fun, you'll begin to see what's playing out. Like you can see the old age leaving, but but really heightening to play itself out, you know. Um, I was talking to someone earlier about some of the Piscean stuff, how there's like a purification on drugs. You know, a lot of people are in, and that's not my thing because the shamanic work that I did, we didn't, we didn't do that. It's all about using your mind and the mental realm um, to, t- to dive in, to use your own consciousness, their states of consciousness. So you're going to see actually, actually, you may see, yes, big pharma. You see a lot of people microdosing or thinking it's a big thing to do plant medicine. And, and it's not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not judging it. Some people, that's their path. But what I'm telling you with the aspects of what I see because the Aquarian age is on the mental realm, we're going to be tapping into those states of being more and more on our own, at will, living from there, or using devices, sound, frequency, wavelength, color, toning, more of, um, yeah, devices, but also us as a device. We're going to see ourselves um, as a, uh, a device, <laughs> a device to tune in. In other words, we, we are a device. When I want to go for a walk or a hike, I am my device to get there, or I could use a bicycle. What I can walk, I can run, I can hike. So we're going to see that we have what we need within us, and you're going to see people awakening more to become more telepathic. I'm already having that with uh, friends. It's just amazing. It's just like this everyday kind of occurrence. You're going to see more of this blending, melding, merging where you may think of something and need something, and then there's the person giving it to you or the call. Now, we already experienced this, but what I'm talking about in this next level of awakening is that it becomes more and more consistent, and you don't necessarily have to try to do it. There's less and less effort. It's more of a way of life or way of being, right? Just like if I text someone and they text me you know, back. Okay, I know if I'm texting this person that I'm going to get a response. They're going to text me back or they're going to call me. Uh, this is going to be the same thing, but you're not going to have to put in as much of the 3D effort. Okay, and this is also us moving into the 5D and beyond. Accessing from the soul star. A lot of you that work with me do teleworkshops or workshops or Zoom or in-person, whatever, online. You notice I all, and even on YouTube, I did on my YouTube um, Readings. I always have people breathe into that access point above the crown chakra. It's actually accessing, you go through the eighth chakra, which connects you to your higher self, but that's still more duality. The ninth chakra is the soul star. That's when we start moving out of duality, out of a lower self and a higher self. We just become the higher self and extend in consciousness to embrace more of the all that is. So we're, you act, that access point which is the point that I channel from, puts you out of duality as much as humanly possible. Um, yeah, so it's going to be, I mean, just amazing. Yes, I'm not being like spiritual bypass. Yes, we could go on about the things, the jarring things and the the dissonance and the, you know, riots and fighting and homeless and government and that and control and yeah all of that's going to be there 
But that's not the prevailing flow. That's not the prevailing energy. It is, how do we, okay, guys, you got to get this. We are literally changing the energetic patterning. We're in an alchemical process, which means we're changing the way that we relate to ourselves, to each other, to everything on, on so many levels, on, on a multitude of levels. We are literally being recalibrated and learning how to recalibrate to get to the archetypal patterns. You know, I had two incidents this past month, month and a half, um, that were so powerful. One was with a dear friend of mine, and we saw the patterning. You know, we had this misunderstanding of kind of a time thing, something we were supposed to do together. And But both of us were able to consciously come. She, like, totally owned it was something that she did. She spaced out and forgot, and, you know, we didn't do something that we were supposed to do um, together. But she owned what she was going through and her pattern and opened up and then I was able to open up and know my pattern, which having disappointments growing up, parents planning things and not doing it. Um, but what we saw, which was amazing, because Kuan Yin came in, and some of you may be experiencing this. We saw the archetypal pattern. Um, it was it's coming from the matriarchal lineage, coming from you know women, friendships, um, and then the parental, then the cultural because we're both of different cultures, but have similar um, kind of background with women, you know, with women and mother, you know, the woman being the, the young girl being the mother that, you know, take care of the family, you know, take care of your brothers, you know, all of that, the caretaking. Then I had it recently with somebody else and I could see the pattern and I did a reading on it and it showed divine feminine, divine masculine how to handle it differently, how to be in your empowerment, everyone, how to be in your empowerment, be in your truth, yet firm, yet open and loving. And there was a particular situation where that call was to be there, to hold that, to be in that space. Um, And it actually was with a potential client and they were getting triggered in the masculine, they're men. But they turned it around, totally took ownership. Even when I tried to apologize <laughs> for like my assistant and for me, because thinking, oh, yeah, I'll take my part. I'll say, I, you know, sorry. They said, nope, nope, all my fault, all my fault. It was all me. All the, I was triggered. I was going, and I was like, whoa. The cards, the tarot cards came alive because then I saw, because I did the Astro Dice on, I did the tarot cards, and I saw, oh, my God. This is what I'm trying to explain to all of you, and I don't want to get into particulars because people listen to the program, and it's, the particulars aren't, aren't the deal. What's the deal is the energetic transmission that you're receiving now and the awareness of how does this apply in your own life. What I'm sharing with you is that we, do, we are the ones making the changes. We're changing the archetypal patterning, not just of ourselves, but of the whole darn earth, world, universe. Universes, this happens multidimensionally, so that we can show up differently. This person was in the distorted male. I, could, I didn't go into the distorted feminine on this, you know, feminine masculine energy, and kept my heart open and let go of whatever needs to happen, and that allowed that person to move into their space. It was so beautiful and empowering and honoring to witness someone. 
And that's what I've been realizing, like, for the last, um, I don't know, few years, quite a long time. Some of you heard me talk about this, that this deeper level of awakening and ascension is really embracing our oopses, our human part, our mistakes, and honoring ourselves and each other and loving ourselves because it, trust me, this is why we have personality disorders, people that can't take responsibility. It takes a very strong, positive ego, healthy ego coming from confidence and self-esteem to take ownership of something just, but with love, there's a difference when you say, no, I was, it was, I was wrong. I did X, Y, and Z. And that's, you know, and, and to honor whether that's with yourself or another person to see the vulnerability, to see the weakness. I always call it the oops, you know, because we can be very, very conscious in all areas and one area we will not be. That's just how this earth plane is. And then sometimes that area will become more conscious, more awake, more aware, will be, it will expand in consciousness. And another area will be less conscious. So your consciousness is not dependent always on how you act or respond. It is if you keep doing it chronically, if you chronically keep acting things out. Only on this dimension, because as you extend or expand into higher realms, getting more and more to the God is, the I am, you're not playing this out. It's just from the ego wounding on the earth plane, the human aspect. So sometimes people are blocking their light, blocking themselves. But you're actually more conscious, more awake, more aware when we can when you can embrace your mistakes. And but in a soft, kind of open, loving way, you know, not in a way like, oh, I did, I'm taking it's my ego, I'm taking. No, like, wow, I feel that where you see the pattern, where the pattern, and so. We're all going to be seeing the pattern more and more. We're going to see how it is with us individually, where it came from within the family of origin, ancestry, generational transmission, society, culture, cultura. I always say that the culture, that ethnicity, there's some things we need to let go of, you know, because we need to get to, to not just our differences, but our similarities. Celebrate the differences and uniqueness of the individual, of the soul. But now it's also this unifying, this coming together, um, a beautiful amalgamation. It, it, is, it is an amalgamation that's trying to take place and is taking place on a spirit level, on the spiritual level within the spirit realm. This is why we're going to become more telepathic, remote viewing. This is all going to be second nature. I'm so excited for it. Um, oh, Sue in the chat, uh, how do you sign up for Patreon? Good question. Go to patreon.com, and I think either Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache or just Michelle Mache. I think you can go to Patreon and just put Michelle Mache, and I, I show up. Um, Crystal Bowles Gretton in the chat, I do feel at night, not sleeping much. I feel different. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. A lot of what's going on also are dreams where we're wrapping things up, we're rehashing things, some of it symbolically, some of it's literally, and you'll know it from circumstances or situations you have in your life. And then, um, you know, it's showing you also where you're going or what is the elements you need to integrate. 
I do. In fact, this morning I did. Um, I got. A, I went to bed last night so early because I was really up in the mountains, the beautiful trees. So relaxed. I've done this reset, but I had done the day before all these videos for YouTube. I have two uploaded: two pick a card and one. One for, I did for the weekend and week, and then a lot of clients and writing and just creating and a lot. So this, but this morning I woke up really, really early, and. So I did some dream work. I did, I did dream reentry. Those that um, have done some of the dream classes with me. And I'm going to bring that back, and we'll do it more consistently. I know we did just a – I wanted to t- kind of test the waters, but we'll do something where there's a series. And whether – put in the chat or email me or put it on my Instagram or Facebook. Not Messenger. Not, I don't use Messenger, but you can put it in the Awakenings community or my profile page or Instagram or email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com and let me know, do you want to do something that's weekly or every two weeks um, with Dream? Because I know the tarot we're doing every two weeks, so you have time to do stuff in between. I usually give growth work or homework. So let me know and... Um, that, you know, we can see what works best for you. So, yeah, so I got up really early, and then I did what's called dream. I I woke up and um, got up for a little bit, then I went back to sleep. So I did what's called dream reentry. I remembered parts of my dreams, and I went back in. Um, and some of them, and then becomes lucid dream. I'm going to teach how to do this as well. So then I can story and get on with the dream. You know, I got the story. There were different stories. And some of the dreams that I was having were um, previous dreams, parts of places that I'd been. So I did that, and then I went back to sleep for a little bit and woke up and then did some yoga and chit-chatted. And now I'm here with all of you. So, so great to be here. So use these tools, especially if you're starting to have dreams a lot. There's a reason. Dreams come from your soul. It's the bridge in the astral to get, it's part of the spirit realm, you know. And in truth, when we cross over, we're, we're totally always awake. We're total consciousness, you know. So you're tapping into these other aspects of you. There's also right now what's going on, there's a lot of connecting with the ascended masters where many people, um, yes, you go back to sleep and then continue. Yeah, if, if you can, anybody, if you can. Or if you can't do it, then just jot down, you know, especially if you're waking up really early. This is like 4 a.m. or something, 4 or 5, you know, it was like still dark out. And I could see the trees and I'm like, I'm going to just go back. I'm going to go back in for a little bit more. Um, especially what I was dreaming, I was experiencing where I was at, what I was doing. It was so metaphorical for me and I so enjoyed it too. So I'm like, I like, I, I want to experience more of this. Um but also, many of you are getting worked on, and you're going to school, so to speak. You're getting information. You're getting educated by your own guides um, and by many of you ascended masters. So there's a lot going on interdimensionally. You could say other dimensionally, but it's also interdimensionally. And there's going to be more crossover, more bleed through where you're using this more or living it more. And part of the reason is, is because we're getting a little, we're anchored. We still got that Saturn energy, you know, Saturn is anchoring us, the earth plane, the devil energy, Capricorn, but we're moving more into the mental realm, the the mental realm, um, the etheric, 
the etheric plane, the astral, the Akashic. So we're on an everyday basis, you're going to be tapping in more to that and, and experiencing that and expressing through that on the denser 3D, on the material plane. So it's not an exclusive. It's not, you know, some people will be on one plane or more than the other. But as more people are opening up, more of this etheric plane is going to be playing out. And you may feel that things are less solid. You may feel a little floaty, maybe a little dizzy. You may find, some of you find that your eating pattern has changed. Maybe you're not eating as much or needing as much food. Um, Some people in the beginning to ground, because it feels a little scary, tend to eat more or need more food. There seems to be a period in it where you're eating differently or perhaps less food or, or different types of food. You know, you'll have to feel that out what that's for you. I do find less caffeine helps and more herbal tea and a lot of water. Water really helps to ground the electrical charge. All right, let's get to callers. Um, we have our awakening dialogue, 1245, 1250-ish, maybe a little more depending on callers. If you don't get your question answered or don't get to say, hey, um, or get a reading, I'm here next week. I'll be here next Wednesday. All right, let's get to callers. Got the first one coming on here. Hello there, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on air. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. It's Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Good to hear from you. How are you? Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I was just wondering what messages my guides might have for me. Mm. I like that. What messages? <laughs> mm. Okay, you're doing a little bit of expansion here, um, and especially with your mental realm or what you believe can happen. You're changing things in your foundation. They want you to move into positive expectancy. We, we might know it on the earth level as hope. They want you to move into positive expectancy, that what you are creating or wanting to draw in is going to be happening, and just to connect into the energy and the mindset of positive expectancy, okay? That's what they're giving me. And following your joy, connecting more with what you love to do and like to do, um, I feel like there's something, something you've been wanting that's about to materialize, about to come in and that you're perhaps wanting and working on, but you have to get into this positive expectancy. That's going to connect you on the etheric plane to meet what is about to manifest. All right, Ashley. Beautiful. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Take care. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hi, you're on air. 512, I can hear you. You're on air. Okay, we'll come back to you. I know a lot of people kind of walk away. Uh, Hello, you're on air. Welcome to Awakenings. Hello? Yeah, you're on air. Hi. To whom am I speaking with? Hi. Hi. (laughs) Rachel and Ren. Um, I actually (laughs) found your show last night, and I was listening to a couple archives with May McCarthy and then Danelle Naraki, and I just felt compelled to call today. Um, 
Very cool. Yeah, and, so, and give me your first name because I didn't hear it. I heard the little one in the background saying hello. <laughs> yeah, What's my your name first name? Rachel. Rachel, and this is my uh, 16-month-old daughter, Ren. Ren, hi, Ren. <laughs> Say hello. <Did> connect. <laughs> oh, she. Um, get already. So I actually have two two questions, but um, the first one I was listening with the episode Danelle, you mentioned that um, there are studies of babies in utero exposed to the mother's environment. And I definitely had a very, like, stressful pregnancy, and I've, I've also done a little bit of research on that. So I was wondering if you have any insight into how to heal this with my daughter to minimize and heal her, this kind of traumatic experience that she may have gone through, or if not you, maybe my guides have insight into this. And then hey, my but that's question. why she's coming in. Let's go with that one first. And then hold the, okay, so sure. um, soothing music. Soothing okay. her and telling her about the situation and that she is um, safe. Children, infant, even infants, remember they won't necessarily under the words um, till later, but your energy coupled with with the words will help. Okay. But I feel with her, it soothing, soothing music. Um, it's not massage or just touching the arm, taking your hand and just lightly patting and light squeeze the arm, the legs, okay. the feet, and look in the eyes, um, the awesome. cheeks. Just that light, yes, just reconnecting with the, with the touch. We call it touch therapy. And mm-hmm. you look in the eyes and just so, so that's going to help her feel safe and anchor her energy here. Okay. Awesome. And so, yeah. and, and then as she gets older, you want to make sure you teach her how to self-soothe. By okay. you learning how to self-soothe, you doing your own self-soothing, because children learn by modeling, and they can start really young. I mean, even I have two-year-olds I've taught meditation. They may only do it for 45 yeah. seconds or a minute, but yeah. anything <laughs> like that, or how are you feeling today? Happy face, sad face, oh, let's talk about it. And then, you know, they need, their processing is like a minute, you know, if, if that and then that'll yeah. help. That'll help anchor her, ground her, and that'll give her the tools. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I actually do give her like massages at night sometimes when she's extra restless, and it helps kind of calm her down. So it's cool well, to hear that. <laughs> so you were getting that, and also just the touch, just the um, yeah, sitting around, just holding. But see, you already were getting intuitively the massage. So see, that is working. Yeah. So I would keep with that also, and just introduce the yeah. other stuff as addition. Yeah. What was awesome. your other question? Um, so on that note, I'm just in the kind of extended postpartum period, and I'm feeling kind of blocked in terms, especially with COVID and everything happening, I just don't really know how to step into a new career path that I'm able to support both of us and be independent. I'm kind of staying with friends and family right now, um, but also in a way that's going to bring me not just financial wealth, but spiritual wealth. Like, I don't want to just go get some job, although maybe that's the next step for now, but just trying to find kind of my work hustle. <laughs> okay. Then let's switch that to workflow. Workflow. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to take a bit. So you might have something part-time that you can handle that's maybe in one of your interests just to bring some money in and, and to organize your energy. Because I feel like you're about to go on a path um, you probably know more May, around May, mid to end of May, and then also I would say um, 
August. There might, there, uh, probably I feel there's a new direction. So okay. it's going to take you, there's a few things. I feel like you could train in some things or study or there's some different interests, but you're about to go on that path. You're still a little bit like Ren. You're in a healing phase right now from the trauma yes. that you went through. And I don't mean birth trauma. It's the trauma that was while you were pregnant, before you were pregnant yes. and while you were pregnant. So yeah. let yourself heal from that and just get a little transitional job that's easy, a no-brainer thing that you just start get acclimating, getting your energy used to doing something else, whether it's getting out of the house, getting out there, or something online or combination. Just look for that yeah. while you start opening up. Right, Ren, you're right. While you start <laughs> opening up to, yeah, the direction that you want to go into. Um, let's see. Yeah. Does that help, Rachel? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. All right, big hug to both of you. Take good care. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go back. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, you're on air. Hello. I hear you. Hello. Hi. Sorry for yeah, that you're on. delay. Uh, this is Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Good to connect. How are you? I good. Um, I funny you talk about dreams. I um kind of when I, I think it's kind of my form of an anxiety dream that comes out. Is about mm-hmm. I'm always in a building, and I can't get out. So it was funny. I was in um, a pub in England, and my dad was there, who has just passed recently. And then I couldn't find him. And then the pub became huge. It became like three stories, with a big rooftop garden and a basement level, mm. and and then I couldn't leave the building. You know, I don't. It's hard to describe, but I just kept walking around, and I couldn't get out of the building. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've had some of those. Well, building houses technically have to do a lot with our mind, our, our different states of consciousness, and buildings similar. But buildings are also because they're usually community, could be offices mm. or, or could, right, have to do also with the collective, or maybe the community around you, or that you grew up in. Or your could also be culture. So there may be something that your inner psyche is trying to help you move on from or get out of some kind of belief or understanding. That can be one thing. And also, a lot of times when we're kept from actually leaving something, it's like you meant to kind of look around, see what is what is mm. you know what's there, what what's keeping you there, what's the source of the anxiety, or what do you need to find there. Because sometimes things will come through as fear because the inner psyche knows that we'll remember something fearful. You know, we'll rem- we either don't want to go back there or we're like, well, what the heck's going on? So, yeah, I would say do the dream reentry and go back in and see, or mm-hmm. you could even just recall it and journal what you're seeing, you know, visually, what you're seeing, what are the symbols, what's going on. Now, the fact that it got bigger, that tells me that there's something about you wanting to go bigger or think bigger or you're expanding mm. your beliefs or your ideas. 
of, so right. of what can happen. And that's happening with many people right now. We're, we're expanding what we think can happen, um, you know, like, well, why not? Yeah, that, that's possible. Why not me? You know, I can go on Shark Tank right. and you know, my, my product out there. You know what I mean? It's like, oh. So there are all these kind of hints of promises of, you know, or the guy on TikTok that was, I don't know, skateboarding with the cranberry juice. And then, right. You know, right? right? So it's like we're, we're, the universe, our, our, our quantum consciousness is trying to show us, like, you know, these things do happen. Come on, look around. Why not you? So I feel like there's something like that that's happening with you, that it's like, you know, and what about that bigger. my dad was there? What about my dad was there, but then I couldn't find him? And he's crossed over, right? Yeah. Yeah. So usually that's the parental figure. So it, it may be that you need to, there's something passed on from him um, that you're having to let go of, that you may have a different, like, so oh. it may be for you. Yeah. It may be for you to connect into what you. good. I got that yeah. one. Yeah. Yes, thanks. You got that. I, 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 I was taught yeah. a lot to just stay under the radar. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, so he's moving out of your consciousness. See, one of the things that we do, um, and I learned this in my transpersonal therapy um, class, is that we, we internalize our parents. But our parents can never know exactly what we need and want because they're not in our mind, our head. They're not in our body. And also we change and grow. So very often we've internalized, stay small or do something. And see, you want to go bigger. That's why the building got bigger. So you also wow. need to surround yourself with, yeah, you need to surround yourself with a community that's thinking bigger, that's thinking why not. And, mm. and so that part of, that part of your father being internalized his belief in your inner psyche is moving out because truly as we ascend and expand more we get healthier um, mentally emotionally we heal our parents are less and less in our consciousness they're let there we less and less internalize them or we recognize what part we have internalized you know it's like take what what applies but get rid of the rest and that's the process i feel that you're in right now it's like get rid of the the limitation being small that's why he's disappearing, yeah. you know. You okay. got you got a place in there, Catherine. You got a place in there now your own inner masculine that's based on your insight, your wisdom. How do you get out there in the world? How do you make things happen? How do you, you know, so he's he's moved out of your inner psyche so that you can develop your own inner masculine. You don't have to rely on his anymore. Got it. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Because I was thinking of it, of him not finding him in a negative way. So that's great. That totally turned it around. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He's still around, but he just, you know, it's time for you to, um, you know, you've had enough life experience. You've done enough inner work. It's time for you to have your own inner masculine, inner feminine, your own inner father and inner mother based on what you now you need in one yeah yep yep, yep. Do you know um robert robert moss the dream shaman have no. you read his book yeah that's he came up recently and he he's australian but he lives in upstate new york and he's and i've his his methods have helped me a lot to remember dreams and go back oh, in good, good. well then do yeah i'm trained in um 
Jungian dream therapy and Sonoma dream therapy, and then animal uh-huh. medicine and, and dream works shamanically. So um, I come as a mystic and a shaman, but also as a, as a therapist, um, transpersonal psychologist to it. So, um, but if you're resonating with him and, you, and you're having these dreams, I would definitely suggest that you follow through for yourself, you know, and because you're getting some nice messages there and you can see what your inner psyche is starting to do. You know, it's moving things around. Great. So that you can, you yeah. know, come more from your, your, your soul self, your authentic self. Wow. Keep us posted in the unfolding. Okay. All right. Thank you. Say I'll keep listening. Thanks so much. Okay. Take care. All right, we've got someone in the chat. Brethren time, time, brethren time, love Robert Moss. Wow, okay, maybe we should have him on the show. Sadie, get him on the, yeah, I use three. And also as a hypnotherapist, we were taught, um, you know, part of the extended training is on myth, magic, fairy tales, how to use, uh, and the archetypes. Um, because that's what everything is based on. Everything in the way is a dream. doesn't mean it's not real, but we are living. And when you start working with archetypal energy, archetypal imagery, the imagery to get to the energy, the dreamscapes, animal medicine, you start seeing how everything is really interconnected and, and, and speaking to you, you know, that, that in a sense. Um, and you can see how what you put out there in the world definitely comes back um, to you. So, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot happening with the dreams right now. Okay, we're going to go back to 801, see if you're around. Otherwise, we're going to get to, we've got some other people there. Hello, you're on Awaken. Oops, they just disappeared. I think you were already on, right? Hello, welcome. Hello, welcome to Awaken. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're on the Hi, you're on air. Hi, my name's Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to the program. I'm such a fan of yours. You've helped me so much, and I just love your spirit. It's oh. just very calming, and and um, sometimes you make me cry just how beautiful your spirit is. Oh, Carrie, thank you so much. Oh, I feel that connection. Uh, yeah, um, I was wanting you. to know if you could tell me anything about my gifts. I've been working on healing a lot. I got into meditation last summer. I uh, started seeing uh, colors and uh, I'm trying to heal some chakras. I come from some bad trauma in my childhood, mm-hmm. and I know that I have some gifts, and I just uh, wanted to know if you had any insight on that. Oh, I do. And I say the best healers have, we have a lot of trauma, you know, that's like the more dark to get into, just think about it. You can have a, a, a big room that's dark and you turn on the light or you could have a little closet, you know, turn on the light. Um, you're definitely bringing in also some past life. Um, I'm getting a lot with you, definitely with healing energy, uh, care, self-care, self-love, but also you have a very intuitive, very caring, uh, very connected to the divine feminine um, nature of your, of your being. It's showing. So anything with care or concern um, where you're pausing and kind of really connecting, like heart level, I feel like you, 
almost, I, I don't know if I would say empath, but very sensitive, very connected to what others are going through. And I also feel yes. that compassion because of what, what you've been through. So there's that natural compassion. Um, I feel into, interesting. I feel healing with foods. That might be something even for you, herbs, spices, foods. Be very connected and mindful because I feel like foods for you are like, well, they are for everybody. They're chemical, right? They, they cause changes. Um, but you could mm-hmm. have mood swing. You could have allergies or mood swings by certain foods um, or food sensitivities or certain foods may maybe cause more mucus or throw you off emotionally. So you are hmm. very, um, yeah, you're very, I don't know if you've noticed that, but you're very fine-tuned or you're going, you're going to be. If you're not yet, you're going to notice oh, if I eat this certain thing, I feel this way or that way. And that can change over time. It's not about sticking to one thing I'm hearing from the guys. It's about trusting your inner knowing and listening to your body. Um, body speaking of that, body therapies, um, energy work, healing, chakra balancing, color therapy, all of those kinds of modalities I feel um, are helpful or good for you. Um, uh-huh. You could do anything. You could even work specific more with women, or you could even work whatever you're doing. You bring care. If you were a designer, it would be tuning into that person or people that live in that home to see what are the best colors, the soothing colors for them. What brings in balance? What that they need. Um, or, or if you, you know, were in real estate, it would be a joy finding the right and perfect home because of the energy for these people and what they need. So there's this early, yeah. whatever you're doing, even if it's administrative, you always have to bring this care and concern. You're, you're a healer. So yeah. it doesn't really matter what you're doing. You're always going to be bringing that energy that, you know, that focus, that energy and that awareness. Um, more specifically on looking in the healing fields, I am getting things again with color Maybe even maybe even sound. I feel like you're working a lot on yourself right now. There's a lot that yes. you're focused on. So the direction that you end up taking will be some of the things that you like doing. Okay. Yes, um, I'm focusing that more on myself more. Yeah. So that's where you're you're right where you need to be. I feel like in the unfolding, you will start getting modalities that you like, and then you'll study and say, oh, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do this. You know, I'm gonna go in this direction. Um, interesting enough, I do see by the time you start doing that, I do see you working more in person, a little bit online, but I feel people coming to you, you having a space, a very nurturing in, in environment or, or um, space that you're doing. I've been really, work. I'm sorry. I've been really drawn to Oracle cards for some reason and it just keeps coming up and then I just keep seeing synchronicities of numbers lately, one one one, four four four, five five five. I woke up at like four 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 this maybe it was this morning, maybe not. But um a lot of number synchronicities and drawn to Oracle cards for sure. Then follow that. Because the oracle cards will okay. also connect you to your inner knowing, your inner guidance, your intuition, but it also is a wonderful way of healing and knowing what you need. And it gets you start to look around your environment to see other messages. You'll see the reflection. And that's one thing, whether oracle cards or tarot, I always suggest to people that ask, well, look around and see, well, how did this manifest for me in the, through this day? 
because that's what's going to really strengthen your connection to also just the spirit realm is how did this play out this day or this week, you know, or, okay. or if you get guided, yeah, if you get a specific guidance, how did you use it? How did it work? How did it play out? How did you see it in the external world, externalization? Okay. All right, Carrie, good, uh, wonderful to connect with you, and we have a great guest coming Thank on. you so much. Thank yeah. you. Take care. Take care. Much peace. I think we have time for one more. Then we have a few of our awakened guest is on the line yet. Uh, hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Cammie. Hi. Cammie? Yes, Cammie. Hi, Cammie. Uh, I'm just trying to... Hi, Michelle. I love you. <laughs> um, love you back. <laughs> um, I just wanted to see what you, if you see anything um, coming as far as meeting um, a soul partner or somebody in my life to share my life with. Okay, let's see. Okay, well, you're working a lot on yourself is what I'm, a lot of people are doing a lot of work on themselves, I'm getting. Yeah. Um, yes. That's going to shift things because there's what you're you're not you're looking for life partner and so anything else you're getting um, kind of caution not not to do that you know so th- there's something about your self esteem your self worth that's coming up um, mm-hmm. which means that you're going to be attracting differently but you're still in that process okay okay yeah. Okay, so let's see. Is there any let's see, let's see. Okay, got a few changes. Work, environment, the, what you accept in. Um, I want I feel someone around. I feel like there is someone around this, but I feel like it could be um, more towards the end of the year. Let me see. Where is so I feel like there could be somebody returning or someone that's going to remind you of someone. And it's like, it's, like a, it's, it's a test from you. We don't really get tested. You know, it's not God or the universe. It's like us testing, okay, are we past this pattern? You know, are we past this situation? Um, okay. Let me see. So there is now. Are you part of some kind of community or spiritual group that you used to be in person? I have several. I do have several communities um, I work with. um, Okay, and and some local, and some online, and some local. Yeah, it's coming from there. Some local and some online. Okay. Yeah, it's it's coming from there. Um, I would say this this um, this year, but it's gonna it's yeah it's coming from there, and um, I feel they're around you, but you don't know yet. Okay. So maybe you've gone to this place and they've been there and they left, or they were there the week before. But they're they're you're, you're, the paths are going to cross, is what I'm hearing. It's it's a it's, there's a crossing okay. of the path. Yeah, and again, Great. similar individuals. Yeah, like-minded individual. Like-minded, awesome. That's yes. what I want. And life partner. So the thing is, is I, you know, whoever this other person is that's coming in, it's kind of saying don't, you know, just kind of move move on from that one. 
that one that's coming in, don't get the first one to not get caught up in it, not get caught up in that one. Okay. If that makes sense. That kind of does, yeah. Does it, does it, do you know who I'm talking about? I, well, (laughs) I'm not sure. I just, I just met someone. I mean, we only had one date, so, and I don't think it's him, so. Oh, but, he's not the I know the one that you're gonna know, but I feel like he's an entry point. There's someone that's gonna be around you that's the first one that it's I don't either they're not ready and then it's like you have that pattern that you wait or like, okay, this is good, we'll just date and see what happens. Your 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 higher self is wanting you to be very kind of determined and focused on what you want. That doesn't mean you can't date or go out, but don't with other people or be friends or whatever. But you have it's like there's a specific time right now timing for you to have this longer term relationship and you get, if you get caught up in in one that isn't isn't that um mm-hmm. then that's going to delay things right yes okay that makes yeah so yeah so if they're old, I, I feel like yeah i feel like they're setting me up then that's like Thank okay. You. Don't then that's yeah. Then that's like just have a t- cup of coffee or whatever tea and just keep it light because if they're saying they're not ready, they're not ready. Where before you would stay and see if they're going to get ready or things are going to grow. That's not what your mm-hmm. higher self is going for right now. Your higher self wants, boom, I'm ready. Let's go. Oh, I'm ready too. Let's go. It doesn't want you in the mishigash of things. You know the drama. The the hoping and this and that. It doesn't want you in that kind of, yeah, that kind of mold. Okay. Very cool. All right. Thank All you right. so much. Great to connect with you. Yeah, thanks so much for calling Thank in. Thank you, Michelle. Love you. <laughs> Love you, too. Big hug. <laughs> Big hug. Big hug. Very cool. I'm going to take another one because I don't see our guest on the line. Hello. Welcome where are you? Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on Hello. Hi, it's Lizard. How are you doing? Hey, Lizard. Doing great. How are you? I'm Happy really good. Happy New Year. So the last time I called, I asked about relationships, which I don't usually do. And you actually, um, of course you're right. Not actually, you were right. I met someone. Okay. And oh. <laughs> so that's a cool confirmation for you. It's a very resonant relationship. Um, you were right that I can be all of myself around this person. Oh, I love the it. thing is, yeah, mm-hmm. like finally, I feel like I can totally put down my guard and just be myself and I don't have to hide like my spirituality or like any parts of myself. So it's very beautiful and I'm so grateful. Um, but the thing is, is that they are in a completely different state. So mm. I'm wondering about, yeah, I'm wondering about moving and housing, if you see anything like that happening for me in the future, because I'm kind of at this place where I'm like, do I take action or is there something coming towards me? And that's kind of a a dichotomy in my life in general right now, even with career and with everything. It's like, do I take action because I'm impatient, just like go for it? Or do I wait for something to be offered to me? I'm hearing to, to, when I said action, I'm hearing to wait. Could be more in the divine feminine of the flow. Focus on you, your life, what you could do right now to actualize your gifts more and, 
and have the vision in mind of what you would like to have happen, you know, what you'd like. But I'm not seeing movement. I, honestly, I'm seeing this. There's a lot of delays right now. So I'm not seeing this with yeah. a lot of people right now. I feel like it's, I don't know, April, May on that we're all going to know more. Even what I know psychically is what I know that's going to be going on. It looks like the the true openings or things really opening up or moving forward or is not happening until that time frame. And so there's a yeah. lot of kind of um, topsy-turvy up in the air. Um, now, are you near Washington by any chance? I'm keeping – somebody online or somebody's calling or somebody's from Washington. Um, no, well, I actually am in Washington Michigan, which is interesting. Oh, then it's you then. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I heard Washington. <laughs> is there a lot of trees though? I feel like is there a lot of trees oh, where yeah. you are? Oh, And I met why. this person okay. in Maine, and there's also a oh. lot of trees there. It's, yeah, similar type of forest. Okay. okay, so I'm tapping into your energy because I heard Washington. I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask her. Okay, so you're in Washington. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Washington, <laughs> Michigan. Okay, so right. you still are going to be around the trees. What, let's see, is she, is she going to move at all this year? I feel like there could be move August, or maybe even June. There's talk of it. Let's see, is she going to move? It says go with the flow and just let it unfold. But I do see a move around you, but you would still be around a lot of trees, maybe a little more suburb or, or rural or, you know, uh, there's, there's some space, there's some expanse. Could be a farmhouse or something. Something interesting, a law farm. There's some kind of interesting building that you're going to end up um, living in. That's so interesting because I had a dream um, last week or the week before that I was looking at this place to move in, and it was like a renovated barn, and I was in the upstairs oh, in like a loft space. There we yeah. go. Yep, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, renovated. Interesting. Spacious. So yeah. So whole. It, so there again, everyone. Our dreams are telling us the next level, next step. So if that means when you get dreams like that, that means it's already it's a destiny. It's deemed. So it's a it's in the etheric. Right. We just have to wait for things to be set up to move into it. Wow. Amazing. Do you have time uh, for me oh, to ask you about another dream thing or no? I don't because I, now I see our guest that um, came on air, but I'm here next week. Yeah, maybe I'll call back because I have an interesting thing that, yeah, I think it would yeah, be a good talk do. for everyone. Okay. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Ah, so excited. And all of this fits in with the, our topic for the guests. So I'm even more excited. It always does, though. There's always some kind of resonance. All right, it's time for our Awakening Dialogue, and we have with us today Sandy Vo. Uh, Sandy supports conscious leaders in redesigning the unconscious mind, which drives habits, patterns, and behaviors. Uh, she combines the wisdom of yoga science, Eastern philosophy, Ayurvedic, with modern science to support high performers, enhance their lifestyle, and become more efficient and feel more fulfilled in mind, body, and spirit. Welcome, Sandy, to the program. Welcome to the program, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. That was so yeah. fun to listen to. What a beautiful show oh. you have. Oh, thank you. Oh, we love it, Sandy. And oh, we got a great community here, great people. Oh, can you feel Yes. I All can feel it, yes. Work. 
Yeah, so many people that called in today, too, were talking about how they're working on their patterns, working on themselves, doing deep healing. One woman, Rachel and Ren, her daughter, that she's working with her 16-month-old baby with helping to heal and anchor to feel safe. So I feel like it's just such amazing timing that you're on the program um, sharing what you do because I know it's going to – assist um so many um of our listeners yeah so thanks for yeah. taking the time yeah so yeah, um just, yeah just to dive in a bit let us know a little bit about your background and how you i would like to say someone's first awakening because it's awakenings because we have many you know but i was interested in like where people started and then what got you on the path that you're on now supporting people in this mm-hmm. way. Yes, I love I love talking about that journey because that that's really what it's all about. So, I was born Vietnamese, African American, Indian, and I like sharing that because number 1, I always get asked, oh. always going out to the grocery yeah. store, <laughs> washing my hands in the bathroom, <laughs> what my ethnicity is, but the other reason is because I think it plays a really uh core part into my path and, and how I eventually discovered my purpose, my Dharma. Uh, so I'm Vietnamese, African-American, Indian, and I was born to two very hardworking immigrants that came from Vietnam. And, um, you know, for me growing up, I felt like I always had this, at the time you don't really know what, what to call it, but this, this inner guidance that was, that was leading me the entire time. Even now when I go back and I read into my old journals that I have when I was 12 years old, there's things that I wrote in there where I'm like, where did this even come from? And I just mm. give grace and, and gratitude to the younger versions of myself and, and where that path um, kind of unfolded for me. But I share this because uh, so much of our, our spiritual path um, is hidden within our roots. And um, yes. that's, that's what I eventually came to when uh, my life unfolded through many traumatic experiences, you know, to me it was traumatic that happened when I was around 14 years old, 14, 15 years old, everything that I had once, once known that brought so much joy and love in my life, I, I feel that I had a really amazing childhood, um, came to a collapse when my mom was in the brink of um, gambleism. She just uh, gambled so much ah. of her, her money and, and the, the business that my, my parents had built together away, um, eventually leading us to, you know, foreclose our home and, and then my driving my dad away. My dad ended up leaving. Um, so he just one day got up, abandoned the family, and I'm super close to my dad, same birthday and everything. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and uh, he ended up leaving to the other side of the country for work opportunities, but then, you know, found another woman there, and um, we were kind of just stranded in a, in a sense of, of feeling so lost. So, you know, I was 14, 15 years old when I had to make some really hard decisions. One morning, you know, my mom, I'm, I'm the oldest of two younger siblings too. So one morning my mom came in after my dad had left and she thought that if my dad saw his kids again, then he would kind of come back to his senses and, 
and he would remember his family and, and he would just come back and it would fix everything. And so we were living in a, a brand new home. It was probably the second year that we were there. We were finding our footing and our roots as a family. And my mom came in waking us up in the middle of the night and telling us to pack all of our bags and t- only take what we need. And um, we, we had to leave right away and fly over to the other side of the country um, to see my dad. And that in itself, uh, when I revisited that, it was a painful experience because this place that I called home, I just had to leave. I've never seen this home again after, after leaving. Oh. Yep, yep. And then when I came and I saw my dad, that was probably the most um, the most painful time that that experience of abandonment. And I know a lot of you who are listening to this have had similar experiences to this of, of abandonment. But I remember going to my dad and um, seeing him and, and begging him literally on my knees, you know, saying, Dad, you know, come home. This It's OK. Like we can start all over again. And. And I remember just holding on to his ankles as he was looking so like mighty out the door and his girlfriend was waiting outside and um, he just kept walking. And I told him, if you walk out that door right now, I'm going to jump out the window. And he just kept walking. And um, that was a very painful uh, space that I, I occupied in my life. And I continued to watch my parents argue and my mom trying to, you know, continue to take control in a different form and get our family back mm-hmm. together. And eventually I had to make a decision as this young girl. I said, you know what? I'm not putting my siblings through this anymore. We are leaving. You two stay here and sort your stuff out. Um, I'm, I called my aunt. And we ended up migrating mm. down to Florida and we lived with her for a year. So for one year, I became the mom and the dad um, to my younger siblings wow. and, and really lost that sense of I- uh, identity of being a child anymore. So that was a, a, a core as I started to do the, the deeper work and the spiritual practice, I started to uncover the, the root of a lot of things. And it kind of comes back to those, those times, that period. Yeah. Wow. Very powerful. And that you took that on. So you have that healer, you know, and a lot of times there's one in a family that has that, you know, from other lives or whatever, encoded um, within that ability to see what's really going on and and to to step forward to to help support and to heal. Um, How old were you when you went with your siblings? I was 15, almost 16 years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Very powerful. Wow. And what, and um, when you look back, do you see that as some kind of turning point? Yeah. So I share this part because a lot of what I'm sure we'll talk about today is the, the unconscious mind, but these were things that were stored deep in my unconscious mind that I forgot about until I started doing more of this work but that wasn't the pivotal part of my, my story or my path. I would say the pivotal part of my path was really when um, I didn't realize that that was kind of uh, some of the underlying reasons as to why I was feeling depressed. Um, and then fast forward to probably about four years, five years later, when I, when I got into college, that was the, the peak of my depression. Um, I had you know, my dad had had left. And then my cousin that I was very close to, I would say that if anyone introduced me to God or spirit or this, 
this this world mm. that, that you know we that the unseen world that that you know pervades all all things all physical things it was her um and she really anchored me into you know my spirit and when she I found out that she passed away from leukemia and that was really really hard for me at that time and and I was in a you know long-term relationship that also ended in the same way that my dad left my mom and so here I am um, you know, being that person that did so much for everybody else, I poured all of myself into all of my relationships. I was a good kid, got great grades. Um, I thought I was a great partner and I thought I was a great daughter and all these things. And, and somehow I'm left here by myself and I felt so abandoned. Yeah. And that was the, the peak of that depression. And I remember thinking that the only way out you know, when it started getting really bad, I started to physically manifest more, more weight onto my body. And I started to not be like myself anymore. And when I say that, you know, you don't really know when someone's depressed, because I was so good at playing, you know, putting a face on, I could, I could smile really big, and you would just have no idea what I was going through. Um, Right? Yeah. And so, for me, that that the pivotal moment for me was when I thought that the only way that this would change, the only way that I would stop feeling this way was if I took my own life because I tried everything. I started mm. eating healthy. I started losing weight. I competed in bodybuilding. I got super fit. I'm supposed to be happy, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still not happy. I still haven't found myself. And, and, you know, I had this experience actually when I went to visit Lena's um, house, my cousin that passed away in the summertime to visit her family, I was in her room and I remember laying there in the dark and um, I heard this voice to, to, to say to take my last breath, take your last breath. And I thought it was the voice of God telling me to take my last breath. And so I did. I, I took it as this, this sign that maybe it's my time to go. And I remember just like taking a pillow and and covering, you know, covering my face. And then all of a sudden I was just vibrating and it was, I was slipping into this, this hole of black, just consciousness. If if that's what I can describe it, my whole body started shaking and I thought I was gone. That was it. Okay. Like I have transcended the world and I open my eyes Mm -hmm. and I'm in the room and I look around me and then I heard, no, sweet child, not kill, not take your life, but kill the ego, the ego identity that you are so attached to. And that was really the birth of my, my spiritual awakening. Wow. Very transformative, very powerful. It's so interesting how we are guided, you know, we are guided from within. Um, you talk about the programming and, you know, it's interesting too, because you mentioned ethnicity and, you know, we're moving in this phase of, on the surface, it doesn't look like, you know, this unifying and um, yeah. amalgamation, you know, everything, whether it's religion, spirituality, doctrine, it, blending and merging, uh, people blending and merging, you know, becoming mm-hmm. not biracial, but, you know, multicultural, multiracial, you know, the multi is really, um, and that is the new age, that is the Aquarius. Um where can people start, or what is a good start, um, whether individually, let's talk individually, to transform the deep-rooted beliefs? 
um, that are within them because that also, right, converges to make there be collective beliefs um, yes. that are happening in the world, right? So it happens individually. So where is a good place for people to start the tool? Yeah, so the way that I like to describe the mind and um, in some sense part of the, the consciousness is within the mind is through a computer. So when we look at our mind and we look at a computer, there's an operating system that's on that computer. For example, OS, if you have a MacBook, you know, you have an OS. Um, it's your operating system in that MacBook, and sometimes you have to upgrade it, right? So we have um, an operating system, and a lot of that operating system was created through what I like to call external programming. So external programming is the societal beliefs, timelines, things that you consumed from the media growing up, the habit patterns of your parents, and all the patterns that were formed through your outer world that you adopted to be true for you without your own discernment, without understanding what your own unique divine path looks like. And our work as human beings in this world, and no matter if you are a highly, you know, enlightened teacher or a monk living in a cave, all of us have the the work of the great undoing, which is looking at that external programming and understanding what are some deep-rooted beliefs that are mine and what are the beliefs that actually come from my parents and all the way down to the DNA of my ancestors and all the way down to even my past life, right? And so if you're trying to kind of um, begin this path, it sounds so deep and so dense, but it really starts off very simple. And um, it's getting, it's teaching yourself how to get into the experience of being in the present moment. So for me, um, my path led me to a meditation teacher and a spiritual teacher who really helped me to anchor into this a little bit more. But what's so great about teaching your mind to get into the present moment, and I'll, I'll share with you a very quick and simple way to do that. What's so great about doing this is that when you're in the present, you are no longer attached to the projections of the future. It's great for us to be able to see a vision for ourselves and allow that vision to guide us forward. But when you're trying to rewire the unconscious mind, it's so important that we actually learn to be present first so that we can detach from the projections of the future, which sometimes make us anxious. And uh, there's uh-huh. a sense of control that we're trying to hold on to. And you feel it in your chest, right? Like you feel really tight yeah. in your chest. And then when you're in the present, you are also detaching yourself from the dwellings of the past, the mistakes that you made, the, the guilt that you might feel, or um, the past traumas that, that have occurred. So it's, it's going through the, a simple 60-second practice to bring yourself back into the present, back into the present. And it's going to feel super uncomfortable at first if you're not using, used to doing this. And it requires that you give yourself so much grace and compassion because, remember, the external programming is strong. And the unconscious mind, as Dr. Bruce Limpton even says, is a million times more powerful than your own conscious mind. And it's a powerful force. So in order for us to kind of teach our minds to have a new experience, we have to start off very gently with 60 seconds. So all that is is even if you want to do it right now, if you look down at your nose right now, if you just look right down at your nose, suddenly you stop thinking, right? Like your thoughts are just, they That's kind of right. disappear. Yeah. 
<laughs> you just, you're not thinking anymore. So if you just look down at your nose, almost as if you're, you know, cross-eyed and you're looking at the very tip of your nose, you stop thinking. And then now you start to activate your breath. So you start inhaling through your nose and mm-hmm. exhaling through the mouth. And each time you do this, you become more present. So maybe you start feeling the cool air as you inhale through the nose. And then you start feeling the warmth as you exhale through the mouth. And if you do this for one whole minute, you begin to feel this sense of groundedness, this, these roots going back into your body where so much of your wisdom is stored. And you start feeling less stressed, less anxious, less less like you need to know what's going to happen in the world, more trusting in the unknown and the mystery, right? Like being playful or dancing with the mystery. And when you bring yourself to that present moment, that's when your mind, your body, your spirit begins to experience a change. Now it's experiencing something different because it's so used to chasing the future or running away from the past. So now that it's, experiencing something different and if you do this every day for 60 seconds a day you begin to rewire the programming that uh, is driven by the habit patterns of the past and you also begin to see things more clearly so now not only do you see a clearer vision that guides you forward but you also see some of the patterns of your past that you're being asked to now rewire but you would only see that if you bring yourself into the presence of this moment Mm. So you have to bring, yeah, it's interesting because most people operate a conditioned response patterns because it does yeah. take a pause. You have to be in the present moment not to enact the pattern. And that's, I think, what you're saying is so important. You can't correct the pattern. You can't shift it, change it, alter it, whatever, the software, the operating system, unless you pause it. You know, you have to pause. Otherwise, the pattern just, you're right, it just goes. It just, it's <laughs> automated, yeah. Yeah, it's automated. It just, yeah, it just, um, you have to do, you know, what we call pattern, pattern interrupt. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So part of this is also people accepting the shadow, whether positive or negative, positive, negative triggers, right, is um, understanding duality, understanding you know, in a way, it's a creative process, you know, a healing process. But um, what are your thoughts on that, of having people understand perhaps the material world, 3D world, and how it manifests? Um, that's important in the healing process. Yeah. So I actually just talked about this very recently about manifesting, you know, in general, because a lot of modern-day manifesting um, alludes to if you think about something enough, then you attract it, and you attract it into physical form very quickly, and that's how it's supposed to be. Um, when right. really uh, the, the true meaning of manifesting is taking that which is intangible and turning it into matter, man, yes. manifesting, yeah. right? And to make so visible what's already like there. Yes, yes. So yeah. the way that I like to describe duality, which is literally our, our experience, right? It, it's the divine mother, the goddess is, is, is a duality. She is the storm and she is the sunshine. She is 
the uh, good and she is the evil. She is the Biden and she is the Trump, right? Um, exactly. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and she is the, the light and she is the shadow. And so part of learning how to honor this duality is also realizing, and it goes in the Bible, that we are in, we are in the world but not of the world. So we, as, as physical manifestations of divinity, are operating in the world. We all have different roles that we're playing, and we have different ways of expressing it. But God or goddess, you know, we place hide-and-go-seek through multiple different forms, and if that wasn't the case, then we wouldn't even have a universe that would be ever evolving, and we wouldn't have consciousness that would be ever expanding. And so in order for the divinity to manifest himself, herself, there must be multiple, multiple different forms um, for us to experience that. Otherwise, we, uh, there's, just, there's just stagnancy. Um, and there is no evolution that, that occurs. And so sometimes, you know, we, when we think about things that we want to, you know, call in our lives or we think about manifesting, um, we often will just allude to that it's all in your hands, that, that you are the one that's in control. And to some degree, there is some truth to that. But mm-hmm. this is where modern-day manifesting will fail many of us because we believe that we are the only ones in control and we are not handing it over. We are not surrendering when we are being asked to surrender. So when you recognize this, 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 um, you know, this message when it comes to duality, it helps you to kind of understand your own desires more clearly and how that's going to be manifested into your life more clearly. And you kind of get to play, you play your role the, the very best that you can, knowing that it's constantly going to change and you just dance with it and you learn how to just um, dance through the different seasons and the different dualities that are presented in your life too. Does that answer the question? Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Well, I love what you say because, it's, you know, as a metaphysician and spiritualist, we do believe, you know, it's already in form. It's just, it, it's mm-hmm. etheric. And so you are bringing, you're just man bringing it visible, bringing it, um, but it's not, it's, yeah, it's not the ego aspect of us. Yeah. Yeah. And so powerful. To that is, yeah. And even to that as well, the way that, you know, if you're in this, position in your life right now where it's 2021 and you want to call in more if you're fulfilling desires or you want to fulfill it more um, we can get into the space of thinking that manifesting has to happen right away but the way that I like to describe it is you know if any of you have indoor plants in your house or if you have a garden uh, our seeds our thoughts are like seeds that we plant into the universe in order for those seeds to grow, it requires water and light and, and nurturing, right? So it's the same thing when you are planting your own thoughts of your desires into the universe or whatever your intentions are. Once you've planted them, it, it, you have to be able to give it space for it to grow. And there's a moment of instability with seeds. You know, seeds are in the dark soil for quite some time. They're, they're in the dark. They're in the shadows. There are low points in, in that experience. And there's some instability, too, because it has to crack out of its own shell in order to burst out of the dark and the soil 
to see the light, to gravitate towards the sunlight. And before it even does that, the roots are growing deep, 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 deep into the ground. So, you know, sometimes we expect for things to happen right away, or we think that it needs to look a certain way. We think that it's all in our own control. But when you really think about it, you know, we must honor those, those unstable moments. Like, you know, the way that our country is right now or the world is right now, it's very unstable. It's very shaky. It feels, it feels like uh, everything is, uh, you know, having to be you, – you feel like you can't make any firm decisions because things just are constantly right. having to be delayed, right? Like, it's the energy that we're in right now. And so, you know, just trust in the divine timing and trust in that instability because that seed that was once a seed is going to flourish and become a plant and a flower, just like your gift, just like your expression, it's going to flourish. But right now is the time to grow your roots deep, deep, deep into the, the soil mm-hmm. of, you know, your, your own divinity and then allow that to emerge in its own divine timing. Wow, well put. Um, Sandy, i got to tell you, such a synchronicity. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine this morning, and I use a very similar analogy of things not just happening, you know, like nature, that you put yeah. the seed in, you have to plant it, it has to root, it, it doesn't just go from a seedling to a full-grown flower or bush. You know, there's the, the budding and the flowering and and then you got to water. you got to tend to it. So I, I think that that's a really, really um, so interesting. I love synchronicity. That's just, um, yeah, I had that conversation yeah. like 10 a.m. today. Um, but, oh, yeah, I think it's important for people to, yeah, to remember that the, we're part of nature, and nature has cycles. It doesn't just, boom, you know, the 12-foot tree is there. You know, it, it, it takes divine timing and time because we're on the earth plane. Um, yeah. I'd love to know also ways that people can connect with you and anything that you're offering or sharing, um, anything you'd like to share with our listeners of a way that they can um, perhaps connect with you and maybe get some of your um, support as well. Yeah, thank you. So one of the things that I found about the online is how overly stimulating it can feel sometimes. And there's a lot of conflicting information around. And I really wanted to create a space where people can feel like it's an online sanctuary where they're coming home to themselves, where they see themselves more clearly, where they're not being told what to do, but they're just given invitations and they get to choose what resonates with them and leave the rest. So I actually just I've been working with my team on this project for um, a few months in 2020, and we just launched a brand-new website. It's sandybow.com, but it's an experience. It's it's you. It's an online sanctuary where you get to um, learn more about who you are and feel accepted exactly where you are, not feel like you need to do more to feel worthy of who you are. Um, and mm. so you can find me on sandybow.com, and while you're on there, you'll probably run into Prosperous School of Self-Realization, which is a 90-day leadership program that I facilitate. We take 30 students at a time. Most of these students are um, people on their own spiritual path, Reiki healers. There's also a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, um, physicians, people in the healthcare um, industry, people who are looking to uh, align the mind, body, and the spirit so that they can become their highest expression. So we do a lot of body wisdom work and breath work and go deeper into, you know, the philosophy of meditation and yoga science. So 
that's uh, one way that you can work with me. And I also have a podcast called Prosperous, the podcast where we talk about more of this and, and the meaning of prosperity, that you can live in the world and you can have outer success. You can make more money, support your family, pay the bills and, you know, have all enjoy the material things that are in your life. And you can have inner fulfillment and you don't have to sacrifice your own healing and harmony to be one or the other. You get to have both. And that's truly the meaning of prosperity. Um, so yeah, mm. those are all the different ways you can connect with me. And then my, my Instagram is I Sandy Bo. Um, if you just want some daily shenanigans and more, more love, more of this content as well. Um, what is the Instagram? Cause we did a post and we, I, we didn't have it. What is your Instagram? Oh yes. It's I Sandy Bo. So I, the letter I. Yep. And then Sandy, oh. S-A-N-D-Y, B is in victory. O. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Sandy, thanks for being here with us and um, sharing all your insights and um, ways of supporting. Um, So appreciate you being on the program. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me and for holding the space. You just have such a beautiful, soothing, playful energy, and it just makes it easy for the conversation to flow. So I appreciate you and your presence. Oh, I'm glad, yeah. Yeah, I was excited to have you on. So I'm, I'm, yeah, again, grateful that you could take the time and come share with us so take good care and we'll talk again okay thank you all right everyone those of you that are tuning in later or in the archives that was sandy Voe. you can connect with her at sandyvoe.com and of course um, information will is in the description box of the show episode. Um, if you want to connect with me further or you have guest suggestions, topic suggestions, um, the emails awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, I'd asked you about that uh, course, the dream reentry, the dream uh, online. I want to do a longer course. So if you're into that, let me know. Do we go weekly? Do we go bi weekly? If you want more information about my um, Patreon as well, community, um, you can email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or go to soulplayground.life. Oh, loveys, um, as always, so great to connect with all of you and continue just to shine that bright light of yours, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.